setting up the nice camera. The Philippines are they're gonna open up their new uh, Facebook. You guys are gonna have your own now. I heard it's called Facebook Book. <laughs> Facebook Book. All right, let's see. We'll be here for the next thirty minutes. We get the mic straight. Why do we have a random selfie stick in here? That's not a selfie stick. Oh, that's what that smelly stain is. All right, cool. Hello, everybody. So we got this camera rolling here. Hello, everybody. This is our uh, first inaugural episode of the Solid Podcast featuring my homie, Lanai. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Before we get started, I just got to say, you should have done this a long time ago. You know, you know, like everyone's always on Facebook and in social media, dogging each other and putting people down. I got to say, this is one of the smartest guys I know. And I always tell my friends, I know a genius, but this is the dumbest thing to take this long to put a podcast together. <laughs> he was telling me about podcasts, I don't know, five, six years ago. And then you waited till today, 2017, I guess, better late than never. Well, okay, let, let me let me qualify that. I have been doing technology podcasts for over 10 years. Yeah, but uh, nobody listens to that shit. Yeah, only the, only my, my nerd yeah. friends, they know, yeah. right? And then right now, I host a show in the UK, which is funny. So in Great Britain, I'm, but I don't I'm, live I'm in famous the in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't live in the UK, so I'm glad you're doing this. <laughs> we live in the... Never mind. <laughs> it's almost like UK. Yeah. So anyway, to, to get this thing started, like... Um, the let's start with the reason why I sort of wanted to do this show. I wanted to do this show just because um, I missed the whole aspects of like uh, sort of talk radio in a sense. Like yeah. we used to do way, way back in the day. Remember? By, by the way, this is talk radio. Millennials, it, did we just changed the name to podcast to disguise it that you weren't getting old. <laughs> He's getting yeah. old, so we changed it to podcast. Yeah, because then talk radio sounds like, you know, we should have like walkers and, yeah, and Trump signs yeah, and, yeah. and MAGA hats. Yeah. But at least with podcasting, it's something that's, you know, sort of not really new. Podcast has been out for, God, yeah. almost 12 years. But um, it seemed to be all the rage all of a sudden. That beeping you hear in the back is, let me stop that because that's going <laughs> to drive me insane. People saying what's up. Yeah, uh, you know, but you're talking about podcasts and you're talking about talk radio. That's really, I mean, it's what it is. And we always thought it sounded old or that was what our parents listened to. So in a sense, it's, I mean, it's talk radio. It is. It is talk radio. And we love talk radio. And and the cool thing is, like, we have so much going on. And and with, you know, the polit political environment, the economic environment, uh, the quote unquote fake news, which there is some validity to what he says. I thought that, you know, people at home are starting to feel affected. And we, for the most part, have been somewhat isolated because we're out here by ourselves. We kind of do our own thing. Yeah. But then there's part of it is I'm listening to people who are genuinely scared or upset. And, you know, as as friends of everyone, I'm like, we can sit down and just talk story about random things. Yeah. A, to give people a break from the craziness. Or, if necessary, talk about the craziness. And just try to, you know, ease the pain. And sound halfway intelligent. And well, sound halfway well, intelligent. But you always have an intelligent insight. I always respect the way you look at things. I think you did a post the other day about um, uh, Tiger Woods. Was it the other day? Yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. about three days ago. And everybody was trashing him. And we're quick to, quick to judge, first of all. I don't think the guy wasn't even drinking, right? No, no, he was on uh, uh, um, um, painkillers, yeah. basically Percocet. Yeah, so Molly Percocet. <laughs> but anyway, that was a that's a good example of what I appreciate that you do and have been doing. You kind of give everybody a different insight. Well, and, and I actually got some hate mail from that because people were mad because because I addressed it with a uh, plethora of the n-word number yeah. one i'm black yeah. so i could do that whether you like it or not i know people don't like that i know people are irritated by that that's the truth yeah. i can do that whether you like it or not and i do feel 
that the media and public in general, us too, it's not just the media. I don't even want to slam them. We elevate the living crap out of people. And then when we're bored of them, the minute the media says anything negative about them, we help push them down. It's the worst thing in the world. It's the worst. I don't don't like that. And it it comes with the job and the territory, of course. But yeah, I think it has gotten worse because of social media. Right. And I. You ever heard (laughs) of the crybabies? I tell you, there's a guy who just created a page called complainers or crybabies and i'm supporting that guy a hundred percent oh i gotta are. find that yeah so what we're gonna do is put the the hate yelpers on blast basically because nice. it's funny how you can read a yelp review and i'm i don't like yelp in a in the aspect of you can give dog people and they're hard-working business people local companies right maybe two people do trying to open this business and then you go in there and slam them because you're the health inspector i like it in a sense that it helps you find restaurants and all those things but at the same time, you shouldn't be complaining. We never complained about shit, did we? No. Ten years ago, we no. never complained about you, nothing. Well, if you did complain, mom would slap the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? I was complaining. You got so many good things going on. Well, okay. So here's, here's the thing that, that kind of cracks me up about this, right? Um, there is, at was one point where I don't think people really understand that when you are dogging a business, right? Sometimes people come from an emotional standpoint and not a factual standpoint. And although, you know... On the surface, I'm like a genuinely, you know, kind of nice person. Inside my brain, I'm super robotic. I have to find the balance or find the understanding behind the deeper side of things. So, for instance, um, this actually happened a couple years ago when Yelp was super big in Hawaii. Somebody wrote a really crappy review about Chiang Mai. And I love Chiang Mai. It's pretty good Thai food. Uh And the lady had mentioned that she got food poisoning from that. So... I I knew it was, and I asked her, I was like, so did you go to the hospital? And she was like, no. And I go, well, you didn't have food poisoning. She goes, no, I got home, I got sick, you know, I had the pukes, I had the squirts, like the whole nine yards. I go, yeah, that's not food poisoning. I, as an army medic, and, you know, having, you know, been in the jungle, I can show you real food poisoning pretty much requires hospitalization and IV therapy. Dehydration. You can everything. have a reaction to mixing two foods you shan't evade, yeah. or you could have a reaction to, if you had shrimp in there, Sometimes a shrimp, you know, in that little deviation. Or even part. raw eggs. Yeah. You can just get reactions. Um, so, for instance, there's a... And I'm going to use an example that is not exactly accurate, but you can look at them on Google yourself. There's a thing where, like, if you eat carrots, you shouldn't eat this other type of thing things in, are, yeah, things in the same, work, like, know. say, five or six-hour period. Like men and women. And if you <laughs> and if you do, it's going to cause a gastroenteritis, right, or an, a disruption in your stomach. That's not food poisoning, yeah, people. Yeah. I like you that. Know? Somebody put... You know, I have a restaurant in downtown Rain, and we've been getting really Oh, you're just going to drop plugs yeah, now? all day. I was going to say... Hey, just be ready. I'll be dropping <laughs> plugs all day today. I don't know if you see my Aloha plate pops up there. But no, we and this these two people went online and we were slammed that night and they said they had food poisoning, both of them. The two that came in for dinner, these two girls. No one else had food poisoning. They did order the Caesar salad which we use raw egg, so we thought maybe that's what it was, but they ate at a lot of different places that day as well too. Right. So, I mean, we're complaining about complainers right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's just a <laughs> thing that I don't think people realize that there is a lot of hard-working business yeah. people out there trying to do something. These guys are helping the community. What most people don't know, while the news is yakking about the federal government and while the news is yakking about Exxon and Apple and the big corporations, a large portion of the United States economy is built by small, small business owners yes. like us. Yes. Right? Sorry, I hit the mic. Uh, we, we're small business owners, right? So as small business owners, like, 
you you pay attention to what we pay in taxes, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, it's, it's a it's a nightmare, and a lot of people don't understand, especially the everyday customer that in, in your neighborhood, places that you go and visit. That's what drives me nuts. It's like right. your neighbor. I call I, I Hawaii's so small. I call everybody my neighbor. Right, right. You can call everybody your your neighbor, yeah. and then you come into my house or my business and you trash it because you had a bad day, or maybe the waiter had a bad day. Maybe his mother died. And oh. he came to work. Okay, I'm, right? glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, how are you gonna? What What are you gonna do? I'm glad you brought that up. Oh my, see, this is why I wanted Lanai on my first episode <laughs> because we've been friends for so long that I know that he would bring up something that I wanted to that I would have forgot. <laughs> um, here's, here's another friend of mine. I, I love him to death. Uh, Chuggy, Chuggy yeah. Bear, Grant. Grant wrote. Oh, what's another one? <laughs> he wrote. A valet came to him and said that he couldn't drive a stick. Should he still tip him? And I was like, yeah. And so people were heated. They were talking on a smack. People were like, no, going back and forth. And so I dropped a bit of science on the post, and I got a lot of flag for it. Um, but I'm going to drop it again because I think it's something everyone should know. And you eat out a lot, and I started eating out a lot because of you. Like, you know, during our radio days, yeah, that's, that's all we did. All we did yeah, it right? Was, it was free. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> so, so here's my thought on that. If you have a bad day, you don't necessarily tell people. You kind of hold it in. Of course. Right? Sometimes a waiter has a bad day. Sometimes yeah. a waiter has situation that steps out of their control. Like, I worked in restaurants for a long time. Sometimes the kitchen is about to put the plate in the window and they drop it. Yeah. So they got to recook it. Right? And then so people are like, oh, I have bad service. I'm going to not tip the waiter. Or I'm going to give them like a 5 or 10% tip. And I say, no. Number one, is passive aggressive. Number two, is absolutely dick moving uh -huh. pussy. Because you do not know... Those people got kids to feed. You know, that waiter might have three little children at his house, especially if if he's part Filipino. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to do that. Throw it in. Um, so what you do instead is you ask the waiter, you say, hey, uh, you know, I noticed the service has been a little, you know, thing. Is everything okay with you? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, bro, I'm super sorry. You know, the kitchen messed up or I got sat like You'll four the tables. Truth. They'll tell you. Yeah. Right. And well, then nine times out of 10, they'll discount your bill more than you would have stiffed them on a tip. 10 out of 10. Last night, I, I must have comped three or four. Not saying you could come in and complain about it, but oh, shit, three coming. or four people because we did drop some plates. Yeah, and it, and it did take a little bit longer. Um, but I think the problem is entitlement. Yes. And nowadays... Sorry, millennials. You all think you're entitled. I just made the cusp, by the way, past millennial. What's the cusp? 35? Shit, I broke that. <laughs> I punched that cusp in the nuts. I can tell right there. <laughs> I can tell by the beard. But yeah, no. Hashtag agree with you 100%. And, and not only as a business owner, as a customer. As a customer, I, too. Yeah, I think it's... I think... Well, no more aloha, right? No more aloha. We all forgotten how to use it sometimes or forgotten about it. And that's how you become a complainer and you start well, taking out on people and uh, the waiter. And This is going to sound so grandpa, but you know, that in my brain, when the aloha really started to slide was when we went from about 40 channels on cable to a couple thousand. So we spent so much time looking at the outside of the yeah, island, yeah, yeah. watching all of these shows, watching the bitchy wives of some random city yeah. and all of that stuff. A lot of people don't realize it, but you start to mirror some of that behavior. Well, I think it started when MySpace kicked in. Thanks, Tom, by the way. My, <laughs> MySpace killed it Wait, all. I have to do this real quick. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. All right. What, what are we doing? You had to move your jacket. Oh, no, that's what Tom does. Tom's like... Oh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. I get it. All right. Yeah, so, I, I mean, what are you going to do? 
I think people, you just have to stop complaining and understand and put yourself in the situation. Or what just would, ask. What would grandma say? What's a good reason? Yeah, ask for the totally, reason. Totally. Like, if your kid does something dumb, you just, you, well, my mom used to just beat the hell Smack first it, and yeah. then ask later. But, you know, for the most part, you, you conversate these things. If there's problems going on in a relationship, you conversate these things. Yeah. So why not ask, hey, what's the problem? Like, uh, uh, any particular reason why my joint is cold or, you know, it's not... <laughs> this out. is going to lead on to a whole new conversation about communication because we don't have... In, in the communication world that we have, and I, I actually tell, I give it to him sometimes because I'll be like, you're the easiest guy to get a hold of. You're always on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you can text, uh, you get a hold... But I can't get a return call from him. <laughs> I'm just busy. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's a communication breakdown. And then the other part of it is uh, entitlement. And, you know, our, as parents, we always say... We don't want our kids to be or grow up like we did. To be we like don't want that. it tough. So we've been spoiling them. I'm guilty of it. I so got two girls. Here's, here's oh. the way I think we can solve this. Okay, first of all, something that you'll learn about me over the course of this podcast. I rarely, by rarely, I mean 99.999678 carry to one square root three. I don't complain about shit unless I have a solution. I'm going to come with a solution. First thing, whenever you go to any restaurant or any service-oriented business, Introduce yourself to the person, say what your name is, and say their name. Use their name often. Why you have a hard time being a dick to somebody when you are know them. When you know them. Yeah. So like when Carrie comes to the table and says, like, Hey Carrie, you know, can I get ice water? But you know me, I don't like, you know, regular ice water. I need sparkling water. It's East Coast thing. Um, you know, I ask them for sparkling water. And as many times as possible, I'm like, Hey Carrie, can I get, you know, some extra hot sauce? I'm black. You know, things like that. <laughs> so I often use their name. And the other thing is when I go to a restaurant, if I'm going to frequent that establishment, I will sit in carry section and only carry section as much as possible. Oh, yeah. You're going to build this So rapport. you build that rapport. Yeah. You always get exemplary service. Then guys on a date, when you bring the lady for the first time, they'll come up and they'll say, hey, Impress. I'm long time. Bro. Nice to see you. Hey, can I get you your usual? Yeah. yeah. Oh, should I get a red wine for the lady? And then, oh, girl is like dripping already because she's like, damn, this dude got juice. VIP. You, you just created your whole thing in three visits. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the, the other thing that I think we all need to do is take a chance on talking to strangers. Take a chance on lightening up someone's day. So a crazy example. Yesterday, I saw a caregiver and an old lady in uh, Whole Foods. Uh -huh. She was pushing the cart. The lady had a little box with the oxygen uh, machine, and they stopped by the smokehouse. Yeah. And then she was like, uh, Margo, what was that you got me from here before? It was so soft and moist and whatever. And I was like, pork belly. And then the, la the old lady was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, man. That is the best. And so she said, oh, you know, Margo, can you get me one of those? I'm like, one like in one piece or one like that whole pen? <laughs> yeah. And then the old lady started cracking them laughing. She's like, well, I get like a couple pieces for her and I, but if you buy it, I'll take the whole pen. And you know, that's so good because that's so old school. Yes. Talking to people. I don't know if you guys know what that means. When you talk to people, boy, that creates everything. Friendships, communities, it does everything. But again, we're back to... Everybody wants to vent on on Facebook. You know what? You know I, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't write a whole lot of stuff on Facebook anymore. It's very rare. It's yeah. more to promote whatever I'm doing. If I didn't have to promote anything, you wouldn't find me on any social media. By the way, I just it's promotion for me. But the reason I stopped is because I see so many people asking for, can you uh, uh, can you pray for me? Can you pray for this? Can you do this for me? It, it's like everyone's crying about something instead of. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? No, I it's almost 100%. depressed. It, it, it's almost it depressing 
to open up my face. Unless I'm following a bunch of crybabies. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't really look through it anymore because of that. You know, it's it's uh, if you want to if you not in the sense of you're not going to help somebody if they're looking for a mechanic. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about bitching and crying about everything. And I understand freedom of speech and you can say whatever you want and you can do whatever you want on social media. I get that. But uh, do we have to be negative about it? That's what I'm talking about. There need, there, there, there's no need for negativity. Right, right. And, and and the thing about the negativity is it spreads. It's it's like the, the most cancerous cancer of all. Because as soon as you go on to drop, you know, like an angry post about something, everybody else who feels the same way comes on. Now, I'll admit, I drop angry posts about traffic on a regular basis. Yeah, and, and but part, of, me part of that, though, is endorsement, right? Because you yeah. want everyone to back you up. You want everyone right. to feel like, all right, I'm not just the And the I would hope to think I'm above that, that but yeah. I ain't. I, I definitely love it when people say, yeah. yeah, I agree. But I think when I go on to, to say bitch about the left laners, is I'm hoping that somebody would share that with their auntie or uncle that's a consummate left laner that has no business in the left laner. Yeah. Right? Okay, so the freeway says 50. If you're in the left lane doing 50, you're wrong because it's for active passing. Here we go with this traffic issues. Right? It's yeah. just active passing. What I really hate is when I see the truck driver with the big-ass lorry going down there less than the speed limit in the left lane. Trucks stay in the middle. Like, there's a reason for that. Because what happens is you get people that want to pass, so they start to pass on the right, and you got people in the middle that want to get the exit. But in, but in defense of some of the trucks, one of the issues that we don't understand or the general public doesn't understand, the truck needs a, a amount of time or space in between them because they're stop. downshifting so many gears or whatever. Yeah. You have it. But people here don't understand that, and they're either too close so that's why you find them in and and you're not going so far here. Yeah. There's not a long highway. So in their defense, as far as truck drivers go, because I have a couple of friends that explain to me that people here don't know how to drive, oh, but we but we, we know, know that. that. So I think that's part of the reason why they do that is what I'm saying. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. We gotta say hi to some people. Yeah, my little sister just said the sun shines even on a dog's ass. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, Andrew said we can leave a tip for him anytime. Andrew, I don't even want to go where, go where you're going with that. Uh, Do you look at Femme New? No, no, no. Andrew's, Andrew's a really, really, really cool cat. <laughs> uh, my homie Sean Sulio is listening all the way from Micronesia. Great. What's up, Micronesia? Hey, can you tell some of your cousins to get the hell out of Kakako Park? I'm sorry. I was joking. That was mean. That was not good. Uh, Pony said, what's up, brothers? Hi, Pones. Pony. I love you, Pones. Aloha. Hey, we have a, we have an event coming up on the 17th on the Saturday, so you can come and watch me MC and then watch Pony stress. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's great. Um, the, the, I guess, you know, mainly the thing that I would like to see people do is just pass the aloha a little bit more. Uh, bust out the niceties. Say hello. I'm always. If you come to Starbucks and you see me, I'm gonna say something to you, whether I know you're not. I yeah. love to mess with people at Starbucks. I love to see someone that I know got brand new shoes. You can tell because they walk funny, and I'm like, <laughs> damn girl, nice kicks. You know. And I'm not coming from the pickup line kind of perspective. That's the problem too, though. That's people don't know how to accept yeah, compliments. They, no, we talk about that a lot when we travel. Time, yeah. People do not know how to. If someone compliments you, just yeah. say thank you. We talk to everybody on the train. We've traveled a lot. So I mean. Talking about travel, I think we've been halfway around the world, him and I, over the past 20 years. But it's weird how people have these days either think you're crazy if you talk to them. Um, Hawaii people, not so much as much as, uh, you know, today it's a little different. But uh, and when you go anywhere, it's in anywhere in America, you talk to somebody and they think you're a little crazy. You I, know I, I mean? think it is oh. because we are actually crazy. Who's this guy? 
I don't know him. <laughs> what is he talking about my shoes? Anyway, what are you going to do? No, no. So I just think it's very important that, uh, you know, you do pass these compliments from time to time and help people, you know, sort of get a, a whiff of what's going on and and make them sort of feel better. Yeah, you, you have know? to. You have to. It's all our duty. We all have to get If we don't start bringing more aloha in the next 20 years, we're all in trouble. I mean, I'm not going to be alive, but for my kids, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely agreed. Um, I, so I definitely think, you know, being able to say stuff and, 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 and talk to people from time to time and let people feel, you know, sort of comfortable is a great way to sort of get this started. So what I would like to see is a little bit more of going back to the Aloha. And this is, you know, it's easy for us to say we're from Hawaii. Let's say you're listening and you're not from Hawaii. Just be nice. Like, yeah. be nice to random strangers because I believe in the butterfly effect. Yeah. You do something nice here, that person will pass it on whether they mean to or not because yeah. you just sort of, like, lightly uplifted their spirits. I was, wa I, mean? I was watching Ellen the other day. Yes, I watch Ellen because I think she's the most positive thing on television. But that's her slogan. That's her slogan. Be nice. Champ Kaneshiro, that's his, been his slogan for as long as I've known him, too. You know, the TV guy? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone confused him with Tiny. Yeah, I, I mean, he, <laughs> he down at the, and when at the end of the day, he's the nicest guy. And, you know, it, it's so easy. What's so difficult about being nice? I don't, I don't get it. I agree. Uh, I absolutely 100% agree. Okay, so this is going to be the part in the show where normally we take a break and we run a commercial. Um, well, I don't, we don't have any advertising. We don't have any advertising yet. I do have one. My 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 lawyer, the lovely Marcus Landsberg, Landsberg Law Office, has said he will sponsor the show. So this is probably where I'm going to plug in a voiceover where I talk about Landsberg Law. <laughs> and it's going to give me a chance to reset the audio file real quick. Hold on one second. This show brought to you by Rain Honolulu. Please come eat at my restaurant. <laughs> You got one, and then... What's up, everybody on Facebook? I'm going to press record again. Okay, we got the second one rolling. All right, cool. Wait, what the heck was that? All right, this, all right. This is, this is Doc screwing up the whole process. All right, anyway, so again, um, let's get on to some actual topics. First of all, let's catch up with you, Lanai. You know, this is so funny because we're so comfortable with each other. We didn't even do the full introduction. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because most people, if you're from Hawaii, you already know who this guy is. Uh, but anyway, just for in case someone's listening that's not from Hawaii, tell them a little bit about the Lanai. Um, from the island of Lanai. And uh, I, got, I gave up people trying to pronounce it Lanai. Only Leslie Wilcox from PBS says Lanai. <laughs> uh, but I've been doing radio for 25 years I'm still doing radio I'm on in Tokyo and Fukuoka And I do mostly television now I'm, I have a cooking show Lifestyle Network, DirecTV, Cox Cable, Time Warner If you have any of those It's on in your country It's on the Roku box called Cooking Hawaiian Style I had to get you on the show This guy can cook And uh, it, you can check it out um, in every state It's also on FNX uh, FNX I believe is 150 states in the U.S. Um, it's a pretty good show in Vegas. I've been seeing it at casinos, believe it or not, uh, which sure. is kind of cool. Yeah, people send me like Snapchats or Instagram. Hey, you're on in a hotel or a, a casino or what have you, which is kind of cool. But anyways, yeah, that's it. I'm an entrepreneur. Doc and I have been doing a bunch of stuff together from from 17 years old. I mean, he's much older than me, uh, but I think I met you when I was 17 <laughs> when I started in radio. My uh, right? my my homie. Uh, Chris, yeah, Chris, we call him Pachi. I call him China White because uh, he's half white, half Chinese. Yeah. And that's what you call heroin, China White. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chris says, I can definitely eat as well. 
Yeah, thank, thank you, Chris. Yeah. Hey, James you. Coles is in the mic. What's James up, James? Coles. Head Flintstone in the building. James Cole. I love James. James Cole, one of Hawaii's best DJs ever. I, I, I hit him up. I was like, yo, I need you on the show because, yeah. you know, I, I, I want I some of the old school uncles on at first. Yeah. Because we, you and I had this conversation when we last time we went to China. We were sitting around uh, waiting for a, a plane yeah. or something. And I was like, you know, for us guys, like anybody over the age of, say, 35, we need to go back to being uncle. Yeah, and, and, and nowadays people are so afraid to talk to other people's kids yeah. because they think the person's going to yell at them. I don't care, yell at me. If I see a kid do something stupid, I'm going to say, hey, boy, what you doing? Yeah, that, I think that's what's missing. It's so important because that's what you talk about, a community, raising a, raising a child. It takes everybody, a Yeah, you, everybody has to get involved in that. Anyway, here we go again off the, off the subject. No, no, so I but just... thanks for having me. No, so I really I really think that, uh, you know, I would love to get some more of the Hawaii's luminaries cast like James Coles. One of my, I had a guy that got me into DJing. How's that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so what what I, what you're most famously known for to me, uh, besides radio, and it's weird to have you here because it's because of you I got on radio. We met at Club Somewhere, and then Sillies, Sillies. That's what it was. And you're like, I'm a radio thing, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna come in and check it out one time. I came in to check it out, and then Lanai's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Just press this button. And then he goes to the bathroom, and then that worked. And then a couple more times, and I was like, oh, I got this date. Can you stay here and press buttons for me? Don't say shit. <laughs> like, okay. So, like, I'm working. Lanai's supposed to be in there. I'm pressing the buttons. He's off somewhere having dinner or doing whatever else came after that. And then next thing you know, the boss comes in, Alan. And then I was there a black dude in the studio for And I was like, oh, I'm teaching them how to do this stuff. And next thing you know, I worked there for 10 years. Yeah. That's how it all started. <laughs> That's how it all started. Yeah, and then we started traveling all over the damn place. I don't know. Yeah. So I wanted to talk, speaking of travel. So that's what I want to say. I want to talk to you about traveling for a bit. Um, my buddy Christian Self, the owner of Bebby, he's talking about taking his trip to Japan. And so knowing that I went to school in Japan, he hit me up and he was like, yo, what should I do? Where should I go? Like, you know, these are some of the things. And I was like, oh, this is so dope because a night's coming to record tomorrow. Wow. Let's put together like a quick little top set of tips for traveling anywhere in general. And then we'll break it down to Japan. So awesome. What are some of your favorite tips about traveling in general? Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to make a copy of your passport. Yeah. People always carry their passport around. You put your passport inside the safe and you carry a Xerox copy inside your pocket. The second thing is your exchange for money. Don't exchange it all. Everyone, for some reason, Hawaii people think when you travel, they're going to Vegas and they bring a big wad of money. You don't need to bring a wad of money. I don't know if you guys know, but they take credit cards and debit cards and everything else in the other parts of the world. And you probably get a better exchange, too, when you charge things. So I always tell people, just bring like 500 cash or 1,000 cash. Right. Um, travel light. Uh, yeah. Always bring three sets. I always say three is the magic number of extra set of clothes in your carry-on. And it's because if they lose your luggage... It'll take three days for them to bring your luggage to your hotel. Roughly three days, two to three days. Japan is different. Japan will bring it the same night. I don't know what they do over there. They're, they're not lazy. They're, they yeah, care. they're not lazy. That's yeah, what it is. It's all it is. They care about how <laughs> yeah. whatever they do affects other people. Yes, that's what it and is. And it's funny because Hawaii loves to, you know, steal all kinds of things from Japan. But the most important one, we can't seem yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. We can't seem to pick up our own trash. <laughs> yeah. And we can't seem to Separate. do stuff where we don't, like, you know, be a problem to someone else. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But I think that's an American thing that has happened to us. Yeah. Um, but those are, those are some tips. I mean, there's a bunch more of. Of little ones that I can't think of at the top of my head. Those are the probably. I, the I think best my ones. biggest one is packing cubes for your regular packing suitcase. Cubes. Packing, I, you know, I don't use a packing cube because uh, 
I bring more clothes than I'm supposed to. And right. you would think a guy who travels all the time shouldn't Should do that. Know. But I do it all the time. Just because you change clothes a lot. I do. I change twice a day. But I have this thing is if the plane goes down in the mountains, I'll have the only guy with clothes. Everybody else <laughs> nice. won't, won't have any extra. The best thing you can learn about traveling with your friends. You learn things about your friends when you travel that you don't learn about them no matter how well you know them. Oh, that's the, if you, you know what? If you want to go out with a girl and you're at that six month, seven month stage where you think, I think this is the one. Take, take her, her on, on a trip. trip. <laughs> that was yes. Right. Take her on a trip. Yo. You you you'll know right away if that's the girl because if you can't travel with them, you can't live with them. That is so true because yeah. you're gonna live with them temporarily for a couple of days. Right. All right. So what I learned about the night that I didn't know as his friend for how long. This mofo takes about five showers a day. <laughs> and I'm happy. Like, I love that. I love that about you. He's literally, Lanai don't stink ever. He no. is the cleanest mofo ever. I'm like, we in a hurry, bro. Just go in there and do like a bitch bath, which is, you know, PTA, Splash. you know, hit the armpits, no, hit the regions. Me. No, Lanai full on hot water, blang. I'm like, bro, really? We got to be somewhere. That's okay. I'll be quick. You never like, know who you're going to meet. Bro. If you could meet the girl of your dreams. And you might that have that trip. little extra funk. Yeah, you know, in Japan, June, July, August, it's hot and sticky. So that's definitely something that I love about you. This brother would take a shower. Like, we could have gone to break. Say, I thought you'd say something like, I got my shit planned out, or he always goes to no. cool places or restaurants. No. You know, yeah, you find a good restaurant, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, to know your homies is clean is good, because yeah. everybody got that one friend that stank, and nobody yeah. know how to say nothing to him. Oh, that brother yeah. would shower that hurts forever. Me. It kills I, me. Yeah, you gotta be. And clean. you use up all the damn hot you, water, but you gotta wash your balls. I mean, if you if if you're try, you know, you ever been on a plane and you sit next to a stink guy? Yeah. Oh, oh boy, that's the worst. I'm done. I there's no way I can even survive if if it's a 20 hour flight. You're screwed. That you know? is the absolute worst. I, I want to say what's up to my homie Glenn. I haven't seen Glenn in forever. Hi, Glenn. And then Susan, somebody I love to talk to on, on Facebook every once in a while. She has a very insightful mind. Hello, Susan. What's up? Crack a You guys following me on Instagram at Lanai. You see my address over there? Yeah, right there. Uh, that's our that's our ghetto ass um like <laughs> graphics department. <laughs> it's a sharpie. Follow hey, me on IG. Hey, we're both hood, so we know how to do it. Yeah. We um do. one other thing I want to talk about. So we talk about traveling. Uh to me, another important thing is like you said, like I try to fit everything I can into a carry-on and I let my suitcase that I check on half the time is empty. Well, his is empty because he's shopping. Yeah, because I'm bringing shopping. home all kinds of stuff. And I like to bring gifts for the people that I'm going to see. And I might not see anybody in particular, but coming from Hawaii, macadamia nuts and corner coffee, the little slender lion bags about your big can only make like what a pot and a half. Just so you know, I you take those. you had a you check in and you can't check in or like you know, most places take you at three. Yeah. You pass out a box of chocolate to the front desk. You're Gangsta. getting a junior suite. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. You know what That's I mean? the reason why I never, ever, ever leave without packing a couple of boxes of have macadamia ton. nuts coffee, and then the Kona coffee. Because Kona coffee in the mainland can be 20, 30 bucks a you know, yeah, pound. pound yeah. so it's like $5 for us here at Long. That's so. funny you said it because I'm going on a trip next weekend and I just picked up my Island Princess macadamia nut chocolate, That's a whole case. Bruh. And now I'm getting even smarter. I send it to the hotel so I don't have to carry it. Yep. It's just as much, right? If you're paying yep. for extra. So. That's a good tip. Bring something for the staff, especially if you're going to Japan. Now, my other tip is I pretty much travel if I'm especially if I'm going domestic. If I'm going somewhere in the U.S., I travel with no toiletries and no T-shirts and no socks. 
because there's a Walgreens or Dwayne Reed. Uniqlo. Somewhere near, Uniqlo, somewhere real nearby. Yeah. So I don't take any of that mess because it's just heavy. Yeah. And you can always pick it up there. And it's cheaper to pick it up there than here. So then I'm able to bring that back, you know. And then half the time, like a pack of six white t-shirts in most places is 14 to 18 bucks. Yeah. If I don't feel like carrying it back home, I just throw it away. And, and it's always good to wear fresh socks when you're walking around. Yeah, it keep you from getting blisters. Yeah. All right, let's get into some uh, Japan-specific tips. This is from a buddy, Christian Sofa. My favorite city in the world, by the way. Oh, oh, I'm on my bad. third passport, people. I go to Japan four times a year. And it's funny, I've only been with you there once. Yeah, Japan is definitely, like, uh, I swear I was born there in a different life, you know? Me too. So, s- something to know about Japan. Also, applies to uh hong kong and china um you like you said about exchanging the money they operate on something known as a suica yeah. uh, and suica is like a little card yeah. and you can basically use it everywhere you can touch it on the I train I have, I have mine in my in my drawer up here uh you can use it to get things out the vending machine you pay for things at the convenience yeah. store like that is the number one form of payment so it's genius, by the Fill way. Fill the Suica car with your cake and not necessarily carry a lot of cake. And yeah. also, you don't got to deal with... The thing in Japan, the coins, the coins, your pockets, you be leaning to one side, you gather these coins, and you forget that what looks like a quarter to us five is $5. Bucks. Yeah, and then you're on a train, and then you leave them on the seat. I always get a coin purse when I go... I'm the, That's the only place in the world I carry I a carry coin, a purse. coin purse. Yeah, a yeah. fuzzy coin purse. And, and so people here in Hawaii, he's like, why do Japanese guys always got a little, little purse? Yeah, they all got everybody a purse because people, you out on the road, you're not anywhere near home, and you always end up... You have to carry your own trash. You got to carry a hanky everywhere. Bro, I was with Musashi Maru one time, sumo wrestling Musashi Maru in Japan, and we went shopping for a purse. And I thought he was buying it for his girlfriend, his wife at the time. <laughs> and we were shopping for like two hours, and I'm like, that did, I don't think she'll like that style. That's more like a little manly, you know? And he's like, what are you talking about? This is for me. And I go, oh, shoot, I didn't know. But everybody carries a purse. Guys, more guys carry purses yeah, in Japan because than when you, women. When you set out and you're on a trip, you're going on a longer travel, right? Because they got trains and stuff. Like, we're used to being somewhere in a 110-mile circle. Yeah. You could easily get on a train, travel three, 400 miles. You're nowhere near your hotel or whatever. You need things. So you got your Wi-Fi, you got your battery, your cell phone, your handkerchief, bottled water, coin purse and then uh the Gatsby wipes, wipes so you, wipes, can, so you're not so you can wipe the sweat and crap yeah. off you so like yeah even in Japan like I got that fanny pack or that little purse or a small backpack yeah. just for those of you traveling to Japan for the first time it's very efficient there everything is very efficient from from getting around there's English signs everywhere even at the guys who can't speak English and you say I got to use the bathroom or whatever they're going to walk you to the bathroom these guys the Japanese just got their stuff together. The hardest part about the train station, I have a friend that's there right now and just asked me about the train station. The hardest part, I think, is getting out. North, east, south, or west. As long as you know, if you're getting out north, south, east, or west, you all good. Yeah, I tell people before you go, you need to learn four kanjis. <laughs> and, and those are the ones yeah. for the Minami Gucci, Higashi Gucci, uh, Kitaguchi, or you know, whatever. You need to know your north, south, east, west exits. Because yeah. even people will give you directions based on that. Yeah. Now, the other thing that I would like to point out as a tip, I got hundreds of friends. They're like, oh, man, it's summertime. We're going to wrap the family up. We're going to Disneyland. No. And I'm like, screw Disneyland. Go to Japan. Go to Incheon. Go somewhere don't even it's, go in the summer. It's going to save it's so, you money. It, yeah, it's so it, it's more expensive and it's hotter than hell. It's sticky. June, July, August, I never go to Japan. I get offered gigs and I go, uh, 
Can we move it to September? <laughs> Somebody just told hot. me they they had t- they had scored tickets to go to Japan in July, and it was something like five hundred dollars. I go. The reason why it was five hundred dollars because his balls yes. were high. Yeah, and I brought I brought uh, I think I brought Bubba B and Christian from Hoenua one time, and I think they lost uh, five hundred pounds just walking to the train station. It's muggy hot too. Not muggy like Hawaii muggy. It's a different New York style muggy. So I highly don't recommend. If you see cheap flights. To Japan, June, July, August. That's why, because you're gonna melt. Just like Vegas, right? Vegas flights are cheap. Uh, hotel flights are cheap. Don't do it then. But you can always check out my. Uh, I have a website, Lanai's Travel Club. dot com, and it has tips on how to travel. Has blogs of Japan, Spain, everywhere I traveled. I've kind of kept a little diary. I've never really promoted it till now. By the way, maybe I should promote it, huh? You kept a little diarrhea. Yeah, a little bit. Explain me this travel club things. I know what it is, but explain yeah. it to the folks. The nice travel club. I started when I got out of radio here in Hawaii, and I said I wanted to travel the world, and I couldn't afford it. Obviously, um, at the time I was going through this huge transition of the corporate world and becoming an entrepreneur, and I said I, I gotta go and see the world. That's my passion. How was I gonna do it? What I did was I got together with a friend who owned a travel agency and said, "Look, I want to put these trips together." And the first trip happened with. Lanai and Augie. Augie used to be my old radio partner. We did a trip to Australia and then we did one to uh, Vegas and we filled up a plane. It was like 350 people. They took care of our air and hotel. And I said, who makes all this money? You know, of course I know who makes all the money. Uh, But I said, I should do this my own and I can get all my trip and everything covered by the airline and the hotel because I have this relationship with them. Every 10, 15 trips, I get a free seat. And then they start giving me a commission right? Because I've been doing it for six years now. So we travel all over the world. We do Japan, Spain, Italy. Um, this September, I'm doing Italy and Greece. This will be my sixth time to Italy and Greece. Santorini, I Mykonos. Go, I gotta go Italy. Yeah, it's the most most amazing thing. I'm doing Japan twice. I'm doing October. I'm doing a cruise around Japan, 10 days. And then I come back for a week and then I go back to Japan with you. I think that'll be our second time in Japan together. Yes, um, October. October, yeah. So that's basically the concept of Lanai's Travel Club. But what I'm doing now is finding groups that want to go, and I host it and take you with me. And say you want to go to Japan, I'll put the packages together, do everything so there's no thinking, and I take you and I host you, and I take you to all the top places, which I think we need to talk about some of the top places to visit in Japan. All right, good thing you brought that up, because yeah. I just got a question from the chat. Um, the chat is on Facebook, by the way. You know, it, So the next time the show is coming on, if you see the live post and you want to know like how come they're talking about this chat thing, it's live on Facebook. Arubiki uh, Damashi, the freaking international, I mean, Indianapolis Colts fan himself, wants to know, how's the cigar bars up in Japan? Oh, gosh, there's some good ones. Because, you know, Japan, there's still you can still smoke inside. That's the only thing that, the only negative for me, because I'm not a smoker. I love cigars, but I can't be in a room filled with smoke. I just have the worst allergies. But in Japan, of course, you got some of the best whiskey. Um, in Harajuku, I go to this uh, Kohiba bar. It's Kohiba bar. Uh, what's the, the road that goes up? Uh, Harajuku goes this way and the road that goes up. Omatisando? Yes. So the road that goes... If you, if you go to Japan, Harajuku is the shopping district. It's the main road and then there's a road that goes up a hill to all the main shopping district. On that road, there's a Kohiba bar downstairs. And I'll go there and have a cigar and have some whiskey. But there's... Bars everywhere, and you can smoke cigars in almost every place that a lot of the high-end places will carry them. I mean, I yes. go to the Conrad, the Conrad Hilton, yes. which is on the 30th floor or whatever in uh, Shiodomi, and I'll go have a, a a scotch, and they have a cigar bar in there, and 
awesome. You know, that's probably the only place I, I have scotch and cigar now is Japan, really. Nice, yeah. nice. All right, so we covered Japan a little bit. Um, oh, I know what I wanted to tell everybody else before we go, because this was for Christian in the first place. Make sure you get a rail pass here. A JR rail pass yes. allows you to ride everything JR, and it's going to cost you between three and 400 bucks, depending on how many days you want to go. And you have access to almost the entire transportation yeah, system. Well, the, and the other way to do it is if you don't want it, because some people don't know where they're going to go or how they're going to do it, and maybe three or four hundred is too steep for you because you don't know. I usually um, get the card at a hundred bucks and you can load it. Yeah. You can load it at all the train stations, but you're looking at two bucks a trip, three oh, yeah. bucks a it's trip. Pretty, it's pretty you know cheap. what I mean? But what he's talking about is you can buy everything on it too. The concession. No, I mean, you got to get an egg I mean, sandwich. The, sta the standard real pass, the one oh, you yeah, can yeah. use to catch the train. The like train, the bullet train. The Shinkansen, the, oh, Shinkansen, yeah. That thing is money. Yeah. And just because you go to Tokyo, you don't have to stay in Tokyo. Jump in the Shinkansen. Yeah, go, go somewhere the else. The country is beautiful there. Yeah. Like, and my thing that I fell in love with Japan is the way that they keep the old style, but then yet add the modernity or the modernness and they hide it in the old fashioned. Like you don't necessarily, it looks like, man, this building is ancient. Look like it's going to fall apart. And right before you grab the door, it goes, yeah. You're like looking around. At the end of my trip, I usually go to Hakone, which is a hour Hakone. train ride into the middle of a volcano. Dude, it was 10 minutes from my college when I was there. Best Bruh. place in the world. Best place in the world. Guys, First trip to Japan, and you want to schmooze over your girl, Hakone, yep. at the end of the trip. It's like, it'll just, because Tokyo's like, bam, 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 bam go, 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 go. And then you go to Hakone, and that's it. Okay, so, Arabiki said, we need to do a uh, whiskey and cigar tour to Japan. Easy. Absolutely down. Uh, my, my homeboy, Tomoyuki Suzuki, happens to be one of the world's greatest uh, aficionados on whiskey and everything. Uh, he was running a beverage manager at the Park Hotel. And he has a book all about Japanese whiskey and everything. Amazing. Let's put guy. it together. That would be dope. Doc, give you my this. number. Let's put it together. Okay. So, what is your bucket list spot that you haven't been to? Oh gosh. You know what? I I I'm glad you brought that up. I want to challenge all friends if I have any friends watching this. Uh, and if you have friends of friends, write out a bucket list. All right. I have four pages on my bucket list, and I email them to my friends. And my friend will. I did I email this to you? No, you know, but that is cool because then yeah. your friends will make you go do. Hey, I yeah, thought yeah. he was going so and so. So, so what happens is they go, "What? How come you email me this ago? I want you to send me your bucket list." And it gets them thinking, right? And then it gets them going. Shoot, I want to travel, and that's I hate traveling by hey, myself. Stop talking. We got to make an app. Shut up. <laughs> all right. You didn't see none of that right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just erase that. Delete. Delete. Dude, that's a dope ass app yeah. idea, though, right? Yes. And then you share the bucket list, and yeah. then people are like, oh, yeah, you add to yours. They add to Somebody uh, send me an email to remind me. No, no, I got you. Because <laughs> it's, it's in my phone, and I was going to grab it to tell you what my bucket list is. But it's over there. <laughs> yeah, but my, my, my getting back to the bucket list, uh, definitely a one month trip around the world on a cruise on the Viking. It's $18,000. So I've been saving. Uh, and my goal is to do it in five years for one month, eighteen thousand dollars. You can start around the world, and it's and it's uh, every day you're in a new city. That's one of the one of the things. The uh, the other thing that's on my bucket list is um, uh, Maldives, Maldives. Oh. Yeah, I want to do every island though. I don't yeah. want to. Every since Tom told us days. about when he used to work there, yeah. I was like, man, I want to go check that yeah. out. Awesome place. My good friend Brian Kailana spends a lot of time there and sends me pictures and I get jealous. But I've pretty much been to every place in the world that, that I've wanted to go. Iceland and Scotland and Ireland are probably the other three. Um, but I've been to Italy, almost every city in Italy. Florence is one of my favorite places to visit. 
um, Tuscany, uh, Capri. I went to last year. What a beautiful coast, Amalfi Coast. That whole thing. You the go Amalfi to, Coast. Yes, Amalfi. everybody's got like, Oh, Richland. <laughs> Risley, wait, come over here. Yes. Talk to me. Salamat. <laughs> he does that too well. And uh, yeah, I, Japan, always one of my favorites. Korea is now on my top 10 list. If you're a first-time traveler, everything's cheap. You love Korean barbecue and you love shopping. Korea is cheap, I tell you. That's a great place I to can. go for a first trip. Love yeah. you. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my... What's yours? Um, the Ile, Scotland. It's basically, there's Scotland, and then there's Isla, Ile, Isle, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Ile. It's where your um, Aberdeen, Glenmoyer. Oh, Glen yeah, Fitch, yeah. It's the, the super yeah. peaty, uh, not yeah. Lafroy, but, um, oh, my God, my brain, my whiskey I know brain is going about, up. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like a really, really old whiskey island. That's all they basically make there. I just want to go there. And hang out and learn about it the way we did about wine and just get faded and, yeah. and eat some haggis and like the whole nine yards. And then I think I would like to play golf in Scotland. Oh, me too. It's a wet, wet and rainy. Just yeah, to well, say so, you well, did well, it. My last name Boyd is actually Scottish. Mm -hmm. and, and then so, I, I mean, just to uh, say somewhere along the line, somewhere in my blood came from there. So I just want to go check it out. I just want to say I did it. The beard probably. <laughs> and the other yeah. place I want to go is I want to go Iceland. That's what I want to do. Iceland is, is, is impeccably yeah. beautiful from what I understand. And there's just some place I want to go. All right. So uh, before we leave, we'll be here all day if we don't stop this. Yeah. Shit. So check out my uh, check out my lanaistravelclub.com, by the way, and it'll help you. And if you guys have any questions, please email me at lanai is my uh, Instagram, Facebook. We should have put this on my Facebook, too, live. Oh, yeah. We didn't think about that. Yeah. We should have shared it on yours. Me okay. Too. So you're going to have to do this episode one all over again. Episode two also featuring Lanai. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You do this uh, once a week if one, you want. One thing that I, I want to talk about, because the whole point of the show is is solid. So we have solid advice or uh, tips or something like if someone said to you, like, okay, give me something that you do to remain solid. Like, what what is Lanai's secret to remaining Lanai? Oh, gosh. Do, following my passion and not caring what other people think. You I've always this easier? I've always, <laughs> I've always had this, I've always had this problem. And everyone does. What, what, do, what do people think? And I still do. I still get this because I want to make sure that everyone is happy. I have this thing about making people feel good and I want them to be happy. Um, and I noticed that when you sometimes you follow your passion, it doesn't happen like that because you got to go and get yours and it kind of leaves people behind. But I've noticed that I'm a happier person. I was in the corporate world for 25 years. What a mess. What a I was unhappy. Woke up at 430 every morning. I had fun and it was part of my schooling. I wouldn't change anything. But following your passion, that's my that's what makes Lanai. Everything I do is not work anymore yeah i got six you jobs just, you're just having fun I, I love oh dude I do. we are the most jamaican people in yes. hawaii ever yeah, you too you're the people same people always say man you do so many things like how do you do so many things like when you have the time um it's really funny because at first my old school answer would be like well i don't waste time doing things like watching tv that's bs i do watch tv yeah. but while i'm watching tv i'm still working yeah, yeah i'm yeah. still doing I do the same thing yeah uh you know like i yeah, it's hard to say that the whole thing about passion, which can normally get somebody kicked off my friends list real quick, is when I ask them what their passion is, and they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what makes you happy? What makes you happy, huh? I don't about know. that. Porn? Porn is not your passion. 
And if porn is your you passion, mean. then start a porn site. Yeah, or get involved with it. Be yeah, an actor. Be a stunt cop. Yeah. Fluffer. <laughs> Why do I know these words? Mom! <laughs> Sorry. You Busted. Know, Busted. Hey, right. Is uh, this Ryan, the longest podcast in the world? Brian Hughes. No, no, not yet. We're oh. almost done. We're oh, almost okay. Done. I'm just, I want to make sure. Because uh, I know right we could talk we're, for an We're hour. at 45 minutes, but don't worry. We're doing good. Right. And, and look, people are still hanging around. So cool. there's that. Um, I, I would say my first tip to, to being solid is we talked about it earlier, but right now I just want everybody to do something really, really basic. Your homework from Doctors Week is I want you to pick up a piece of paper and a pen, and I want you to write an actual letter to somebody, your loved one, your kids, your mom and dad, uh, your friends, someone who doesn't live here, an expatriate, write a physical mother bleeding leather, letter. And Put an actual stamp on it and put it in the mailbox and send it to someone. It doesn't have to be a diatribe. It doesn't have to be anything other than a couple. You will lighten someone's world up to send them a handwritten freaking letter. That's awesome because I send cards to people still. All the time. And they it get blows them, people. Oh, they get them like, what the hell? You, you get a phone call. You'll get a phone call, not a text, not an email. You'll get a phone call like, what? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So my letter is going to be to my buddy Eric. Uh, from Two High Guys now and not one of a kind. I want to congratulate him on his new shop. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come and stand in the corner and see if he can sell me because I'm one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're ever down South Baratania Street near Jiffy Lube, you know people in Hawaii, Hawaii don't know addresses. No, know you got to say the spot, yeah. It's, it's by Jiffy Lube across from the Big Tori. Below the, the Ahi Assassins? Yeah, well, he's next to Ahi Assassins. Next to Ahi Assassins. The Assassin. Two High Guys is below, so he made a shop above. Oh, nice. He likes to commute up and down the steps. Right on. Yeah, so 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 go visit visit Brother E and go check out his uh, memorabilia and sports shop. Maybe I will sell you one of my old crusty soccer cleats from when I played soccer in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll autograph it. Thanks like, for having me, brother. Bruh, okay, last one. Before oh. we're out here, I need a pick of the week. Uh, this could be a place, this could be a food, it could be a, something you're reading, something you're listening to, watching. Just give a pick, something that you would share to the world that if you could basically buy one for everybody, you would buy. This is going to be just for the guys who have kids. So this is going to eliminate... Actually, no, any guy who you have a... Um... I have a my niece. niece. Yeah, this, and, is, this and, would be very they, powerful for you. Someday there'll be a knock on the door. Yeah, so this would be... And if you guys, if you have, ki if you have a daughter, there's a book called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. It is amazing. Strong fathers, strong daughters. Get the book. I'm not a, I, I love to read and I can't read big books. It's an easy read. An 80-year-old man uh, turned it on to me. He had six girls. And uh, I had a teen, you know, I have two teenage girls. And he was like, you want to make your life more simple? Get this book called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Easy to read. And I'm not making any money off of this book. But it really helped me to figure out the, the bond between my daughter. And there's no bonds stronger than a father and a daughter, even a father and a mother, father and a son, mother and a, and a daughter. There's the oh, strongest can appreciate bond. that. We yeah. all been chased down the street yes, by somebody's. Right. <laughs> strongest bond is a father and a daughter. And if we don't start taking care of our girls, if we don't start taking care of our daughters. You're going to they're going to meet guys like him or they're going to go cross paths uh, and make bad decisions. But you can create the strongest bond between your daughter and you be her superhero. That's the bottom line. Daughters think of you as their superhero. So get involved in their life. Get this book. It's going to help you. It's simple. It was written by a lady who studied uh, 5,000 teenage girls. And it's on point. 
and it's solid advice. I can tell you that. that is, I'll say so. I will put the show notes out there. Um, right now, the the website for a solid podcast is still in progress because um, um, I'm getting the domain from uh, Micronesia. It's going to be solid.fm. So I will put the show notes together and I'll post them on Facebook, but I'll also put them in an Instagram post. And then there is something called solid.podbean.com. That's solid.podbean.com. That's the easiest way to follow the show, put comments in, tell us what you know. Right now we need feedbacks. We need to know like what you like, what we can do to change it. Um, a big... And you better not say not have me as a guest again. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Aaron Landry who's listening and Montez Brown. You remember Tez? Used to hang out with James Coast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tez is listening from God knows who. I think I knew. I, the he name said, sounds familiar. He said, "What's up?" Um, so it was nice to see you know my friends took time out of their day to check this out and listen. My pick of the week is going to be something super cheesy, but cooking Hawaiian style books one and two from Lanai. Thank you. And, and 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 I say this because hey, I didn't pay for mine. I got it free. <laughs> <laughs> but it has some of the best local recipes in there. And then when you do watch the show, you see cool stuff that I never tried before. Like you recently had um, Tia on. Yeah, Tia Correa. And an old school friend of ours who of course is way famous to either one of us. Yeah. But she made the little coconut joint. I can't even oh, pronounce crust kunkanin. Cockroaches. Kunkanin. Easy to make, bra. right? Yeah. Right, that look. She looked good, but yeah. that looked good. I, I appreciate that because we're losing some of that. And you guys got to go support all these hole in the wall restaurants: Jane's Fountain, Ethel's Grill. You know, look at Ono's is closing in October. I'm so Dude, sad. Eighty years. Ethel's been there. is my spot. Yeah, but all these hole in the wall places, there's re those recipes aren't anywhere, and that's why we did the cookbook. But thanks for hi, Corey. Me. I love you, chopsticks. Long time no <laughs> see, baby girl. Yeah, um, so check it, it out. Yeah, so that I mean that literally is is, is my pick and. uh Maybe next time he comes to the show, he'll bring us something to give away. Well, let's give away some right now. Oh, you got some? Yeah, but they, well, we got to make, we make them do something. Yeah, they got to they gotta tag me on your post. That's at Lanai. Yeah, at Lanai. And, or, or Instagram. We'll take both. What about what about you send, You tell us what you want to see Lanai cook on Cooking Hawaiian Style. Man, this show is all over the world now, yeah? Yeah, we're in seven countries. Dubai, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, um, parts of Europe. Uh, in the Philippines, we're on every 50 states, all 50 states. Uh, we're on FNX, travel, uh, uh, gosh, Time Warner, Cox Cable. You can find us on uh, uh, the Roku Box. Roku Box, I'm so surprised. The thing just what? blew up on the Roku Box. Um, and you can also find us on Lifestyle Network and uh, soon TFC. So we're, we're expanding very quick. The hard part is us keeping up with it. Um, but we'll give away one of these. So so yeah, get on uh, get on uh, the feed book. Uh, hit me somewhere. Tag at Lanai at Doc Rock at Solid Pod. That's S O L I D P O D. And tell us what you want to see Lanai cook on cooking Hawaiian style. And we'll get a copy of the book. And then we'll also give away one of these Aloha plate trucks. These are worth like two hundred bucks now from Funko. Yeah, Mahalo to Alanota and uh, MD for it's, this. It's it's going up. It's going up. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so so much for checking us out. Uh, big ups to my brother Lanai. Like, man, we've been friends long as dirt. <laughs> I'd say, I, I remember that one time we went to go watch a live stream of Jesus walking to Nazareth. We've been, no. around, <laughs> we've been around that I was long. holding the camera. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing this, brother. Keep man, doing thank it. Thank you. Thank Support you. Doc Rock. 
Please share the podcast with your friends. Uh, my goal is initially twice a week. Uh, right now, it'll be one with just me flabbing off at the mouth and one with a guest. If you have any guests that need to come and shout out, you know, let me know. If you got something new you want to promote, we always try to promote, you know, people that are doing yeah. something, doing big things. If you got a charity that needs help, like whatever you need, we got you. We will do you a solid. You see what I did there? That's that shit's funny. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching, and I will get this edited and posted up as soon as possible. Please go to iTunes and give us a review. That's how they know what's popping. We're also in the Google Play Store. If that's your swag, if you're one of those cats, do that. Uh, I think uh, we're aiming for like Spotify, Stitcher. It's going to be everywhere. And the video will be on Facebook and on YouTube as soon as I get it together. And thank you so much for watching a solid podcast. Aloha. Aloha. Now, stop the stream. Somebody said, Chiggy Chiggy Check, <laughs> solid in effect, represent. Represent. Well, I'll end it with that. That's off the hook. Bruh, that was good. That was good. We came out to just an hour, you know. We're still online, Facebook Live. I just stopped it according to, yeah, I stopped it. Oh, that's killer. That's super killer. The beginning part, we're going to have only audio from the camera. Thank God I do have the camera. It wasn't catching. Oh, and I was like, so I noticed about 20-something minutes in, but I think the audio from the camera will be good enough, and then I'll mix the two. I don't care if the first...